Hello, and welcome to Let Me Tell You a Story podcast, produced by ED Media. Today's story is from the best-selling novel, Cabin Love, Letters of Fate, a love story, written by Latoya Monique Warren. Book Disclaimer This novel is a work of fiction. Any references to real people, events, establishments, or locals are intended only to give the fiction a sense of reality and authenticity. Other names, characters, and incidents occurring in the work are either the product of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously, as those fictionalized events and incidents that involve real persons. Any character that happens to share the name of a person who is an acquaintance of the author, past or present, is purely coincidental and is no way intended to be an actual account involving that person. Copyright 2017 Story by Latoya Monique Warren Editing and digital formatting by Author Everlast Cover art and graphics by Author Everlast Published by Everdomo LLC The Beginning Lacey The Cabin My red suitcase and matching overnight bag sat at my front door. I did another walk around of the house to make sure that no candles were lit accidentally and that the oven along with all lights were cut off in the house. Our house smelled of fresh strawberries from the homemade candles that our neighbor Mrs. Krause gives us every spring. It was a hobby she picked up after retiring as a social worker for the state. I left one small light in the living room on so the house didn't look deserted over the weekend. My fiancé Bradley took my daughter Cheyenne to his mother's house for the weekend. Bradley's sister is getting married early summer and this was her engagement party. I couldn't make it this weekend I had something that I had to do way more important so that I can get my life back together. I'm a freelance photographer and started taking pictures when I was a little girl. My dad brought me my first expensive camera when I was 14. I'm still amazed the love that I have for photos, catching moments in my photos that people can never live again unless they look back at a picture. With the passion within me I started my own studio at home and pick up clients from the word of mouth. I make double Bradley's income a month but he doesn't know that. I get to travel the world sometimes, I enjoy the memories of wedding and baptisms, birthday parties, bridal showers, nature and more. I had a client that paid me an additional $5,000 if I traveled and stayed with his family for the weekend and captured priceless shots, it was that client that set off my business to be as successful as it is. I will climb a tree or lie in an ocean and get completely wet if I can get a good shot. I love what I do. Bradley has gotten used to my travels, that's why when I told him that I had an important shoot this weekend that I couldn't reschedule he didn't argue with me. He wasn't excited that I was going to miss his sister's party but he understood. Bradley isn't Cheyenne's real dad, her dad was murdered before I gave birth to her. I met Bradley shortly after having Cheyenne and he insisted on taking care of her as if she was his own. Cheyenne is only six years old right now and she believes in her heart that Bradley is her father. I haven't decided if or when I would ever tell her the truth, she loves him so purely I don't know if I want to destroy that. Once I placed my bags in the trunk of my SUV, checked my gas tank which was full, kept two bottles of water and chewing gum at my disposal for the ride on I was on I-76 going toward upstate New York. I called his phone and he didn't answer so I left a message. Hey Wolf, it's me Lacey I'm en route give me a call when you can. My heart always race when I hear this man's voice. I didn't have a shoot this weekend, this weekend I was going to meet a man that has been my lover for the past year. I have always been faithful to Bradley but the constant routine love making was starting to bore me. I mean Bradley was satisfying in bed but our love making always had to be in the bed. Year after year it was the same thing, 
I even wanted to have sex in the car one night after we came from the movies and he couldn't get erect. I was confused and angry. He said he was uncomfortable doing it with me like this. I shrugged it off as if it was okay but within me I was furious. Bradley was a good man by right so I went along with the way he wanted to have sex and whatever made him comfortable until the day I met Wolf. Traffic was inching along the freeway and my phone rang which threw me out of my thoughts. It was Wolf Hey Sexy Wolf said with his deep voice. Hey babe, where are you? I said feeling excited. I'm en route to my last shop to pick up this money, and then I am headed up there, Wolf said. Oh okay, I stated sadly. What's up with you Lace, why you sound sad baby this is our weekend together I thought you would be a little more excited. Wolf asked. No baby I am good, just stuck in some traffic is all. Did you get the seafood yet? Yes I did, four whole lobsters, four pounds of jumbo shrimps, and a sack of crab legs all seasoned just for you sweetheart, Wolf laughed. Great so I will see you soon then, I stated trying to make my happy voice. Yeah babe I will call you when I'm close, is it anything else I need to get before I get there? Wolf said. I thought for a moment and found nothing I could think of, no, that's about it. Everything else will be delivered to the cabin. I then I will see you soon baby girl, I smiled and hung up the phone. The feelings of excitement and turmoil all ran across my heart. Wolf was the man, the man I wanted all my life. He was from the street, a true hustler indeed. Everyone knew him, he was intelligent and with this exquisite swag to him. He could talk to anyone and his business smarts was intriguing to me. Wolf owned six barbershops each one is as successful as the other. His father had a shop when he was growing up and kept that shop going, when his father died he left the shop to Wolf and his brother Kem. When Kem was locked up, Wolf took the business over but keeps his brother's share in a bank account so that when he gets out there is no struggle. Wolf was able to combine his street smarts with business intellect and open shop after shop. He said when you hustle the street life long enough, it just takes money and some common sense to run a business properly. I've been to every one of Wolf's shops, with each one being neat and well organized. The young barbers all have their stations immaculate. There are flat screens in each shop so the guys can enjoy the games on game night and videos which plays when no games are on. Wolf put dollar soda machines that carry juices and water for his customers. Each shop has a kid's room so that when kids come and they don't have wait impatiently in the area, they can play until it's their turn which I thought was a brilliant idea. Wolf has all his barbers meet together once a month to talk about how each shop is running and how the business can be better. Every month there is a training to upgrade each barber on the latest equipment and techniques. Wolf takes each lead barber with him to hair shows, and networks to find out the latest technology to see if it's worth its investments. Each of his shops has annual barbecues in the summer to give back to the community. Anywhere Wolf goes, he is recognized. Community boards have presented him with trophies of the best small business owner in all boroughs. Wolf takes all of that and leaves it at his mom's house. His mother is his heart, after Wolf's father died, his mother was lost Wolf explained to me one day. It took months before she would even eat a full meal. Once her morning was over, Wolf promised his mother that he would always take care of her. And then Kem getting arrested took another toll on his mom, so he makes sure she has the finest of everything and she's comfortable. The traffic was finally moving again my phone was ringing again, this time it was Bradley I took a deep breath before I picked up the phone. Hello? Hey Lacey how's it going for you, 
We haven't heard from you in a while I was just checking and making sure that everything was okay, Bradley said. A tinge of guilt cut across my heart, I'm so sorry Bradley, yeah I got caught up with a lot of things while I was packing, but I'm on the road now and everything is okay, how's Shy doing? Okay, well I'm glad that you are okay, Shy is fine she's playing with the other children in the game room, and having a ball, Bradley said. How is your sister and the rest of your family doing? I asked. Everyone is doing fine, it's just chaotic people in and a lot of trips going back and forth to the airport, a lot of food deliveries, I mean it's just a lot going on but all for the good, Bradley said. Oh okay well I'm glad all is well at this time, please have Shy call me later before she goes to bed Bradley I want to speak to my baby, I said with a smile. Not a problem sweetheart, we'll call you later tonight, Bradley said. Okay we'll talk then, I said before hanging up. The ripple of guilt ran through me even now more. I was dead wrong and I knew it. I was torn between two men. I loved Bradley but I wasn't in love with him. Wolf came along and knocked me off my feet. Wolf tells me all the time to leave Bradley he wants to be with me, he said he would take good care of me and Cheyenne but I don't need a man to take care of us. I told Wolf to give some time to think, I mean I have only been with him for a year compared to Bradley's dedication to me for over five years. It wouldn't be right to just leave him like this, I have too much to lose. Bradley is the only man that Cheyenne has ever known as a father. I don't want to interrupt that. Wolf understands and that is why we agreed that we will just see each other when we can until we can figure things out. I know that Wolf has women at his beck and call so getting pussy for him is no problem. That is what makes me believe that he really cares about me. I always ask Wolf why me? And his answer is, why not you? He told me that I am gifted and a breath of fresh air. He said he never seen anyone so passionate about what they do. His stated that his father was the last person he saw so dedicated to what he did for a living. I reached into my bag carefully to pull out my pack of gum, and my heart started to thumb hard when my hand accidentally touched the pretty envelope that I had written for Wolf. The letter was probably the hardest thing that I had to write. The letter was the end of Wolf and my relationship. It's probably the most selfish thing I have ever done. I agree to come to the cabin with him and he thinks we are going to have this nice romantic weekend which we will, he just doesn't know it would be our last. I didn't know how else to end it, I am in love with this man. I wanted to taste him and feel him one last time. I wanted to make memories with him. I wanted to feel him inside of me one last time. I wanted to watch him smile at me. I wanted to run my fingers through his soft hair. I wanted him to bite my shoulder gently which turns me on so much. I wanted to feel him lick my pussy so good, no man has ever gone down on me like Wolf, it's as if he was born to do just that, he knows where to lick what to bite, and what to suck in a rhythm that brings me to a climax in a very short time. I was getting wet just thinking about his love making. His body is strong and he always stays in control, I have never known a man that knows exactly what they want and goes out and get it. Wolf is always teaching me things about life, telling me how I can better my photography business. When I am with him I am complete. I feel as complete as a woman can feel. His love is like a drug to me, when I tell myself that I am going to leave him alone, I always go back. I tried leaving Wolf several times in the beginning and he would let me be. The one thing about Wolf he tells me all the time that he don't chase pussy. I would let weeks go by without calling or texting him and he would not attempt to call me. He knew my situation and said he wasn't going to disrespect my household until I gave him the word that I wanted him and not Bradley. 
I thought he was bullshitting but he stuck to his word. And before I knew it I would send that text message and we would be fucking in a five-star hotel that night. I was addicted to this man's love. But I had to let him go before my whole world came crumbling down. I pulled in front of the cabin and the memories hit me like bricks again. Chapter Break Flashback Wolf brought me here two months after we started seeing each other. He put a blindfold on me and promised me to not remove it. He told me that I had to trust him, he didn't have to tell me that because I did trust him. When I'm around him there is something about him that makes me feel so safe. I never told him that, and I never will. When I came out of the truck he walked with me, I heard birds chirping, and water running like a waterfalls was close by. I smelled wood and fresh air. I heard him open a door, and that's when he took the blindfold off. I was standing at the door in an updated wood cabin that looked like it was in a magazine shoot. Everything in the cabin was brand new, and the smell of fresh wood was enticing. On the left was a huge kitchen with a double-door refrigerator and all appliances with stainless steel. It has double sink and a top and bottom stove. On the left was a sitting room fully furnished with plush burgundy couches and a matching area rug and a fireplace with extra wood on the right of the fireplace, a big bay window was in there which sent sunlight through the room. Next to the sitting room was a lavish game room, with a pool table, fully stocked bar, a 50-inch screen flat screen TV, double recliner chairs, four candy machines filled with M&M's, Skittles, bubblegum, and Starburst. All of my favorite candy, next to the game room was the master bedroom with a California king bed, a walk-in closet, and a his and her bathrooms. A jacuzzi sat on the right side with different bubble baths and fragrances all around it. The curtain in the bedroom was plush as if I could have taken one down and just wrapped myself in it. What is this? I asked Wolf with tears in my eyes each room that I walked in I was more and more shocked. This is our getaway baby, Wolf said while holding me from the back. What? I asked confused with tears in my eyes. I brought this cabin for us baby, I got a real good deal on it and sat down with an architect and redid the whole cabin to my liking just for us. Wolf kissed my forehead. Wow, was all I could say at that moment no one has ever done anything like this before for me. All the food that was in the kitchen was all the things that I told him that I like. All the colors in the cabin were my favorite colors that I discussed with him. All the people that I told him I loved and honored were hanging on walls in each room, Bob Marley, Marilyn Monroe, Michelle, and Barack Obama. I was in awe. I remember standing there in the bedroom for the first time with so much anxiety and excitement. I started to take Wolf's clothes off slowly. He didn't stop me. I was kissing him slowly and passionately. His moans were turning me on even more. I started to play with myself in front of, I sat him in the chair with only his boxers on, he wanted me to look in his eyes was alluring. No, not yet I said as I took my pants off nice and slow. I started rubbing my titties through my shirt and bra and moaning while looking straight into his eyes. Damn baby wolf whispered while rubbing his erect, large dick. I stripped myself naked and continued to play with myself on the bed, my toes were polished red and my legs were freshly shaved. And my pussy, well it was bald as a baby's bottom. I rubbed it and rubbed it until it was fully wet, I inserted two fingers in and squeezed my right nipple gentle for more pleasure, all the while not taking my eyes off of him. Wolf was smiling like he was the cat that caught the canary all the while still rubbing his dick. You like this baby? I asked him in between myself pleasuring moans. Wolf shook his head up and down nice and slow. 
He started to get up and come to me on the bed, oh no not the bed baby go sit on the couch over there, and he did as I commanded. I strutted over to him naked took his boxers off and started sucking his dick with all that I had in me. His moans were elevating in sound. Oh shit. He would say every 30 seconds. I was looking at his face in between the licks of the head of his dick. I spit on his dick to moisture it and his legs went straight, damn baby you going to make me come. And that is exactly what you're not going to do, I lifted up and whispered in his ear. Wolf was breathing deep breaths now, not knowing what my next move was going to be. I strutted over to where the blindfold was laying and picked it up. Oh hell no lace, not the blindfold, Wolf pleaded. Shh. I shushed him, if you want Lacey to finish off what she started you must let Lacey do things her way, understand? Wolf didn't like not being in control, which turned me on even more. He gave me my way but not because he wanted to but because he loved sex, especially the different type of sex that I give. I promise you baby that it will be worth it, I whispered in his ear before sucking his ear lobe gently and stroking his dick. I placed the blindfold on Wolf and he stood still, he wasn't relaxed so I gently started to suck his right nipple gently which he loved and gave the left nipple just as much love. He moaned that moan that turned me on even more. Yeah baby just relax, you wanted me to trust you now I need you to trust me. I whispered in his ear. I went back down to his delicious dick and started sucking it again, this time with more aggression, Wolf almost collapsed when I felt the blood rushing more, I fell back and started gently massaging it again. Don't come baby, not now I instructed in my sexy voice. Wolf let out an exasperation of pleasure, damn lace what you doing to me baby? Giving you all of me, I said seductively. I climb on top on Wolf now and placed his dick inside of me, it was so good to feel him in me. Wolf moaned, you like that baby? I whispered in his ear Wolf moans told me he did, up and down I rode him in a rhythm, I took his hands and placed them in the curve of my hips, and he licked his lips and moaned in pleasure. I fucked Wolf good, so good that I started to come I felt myself climaxing and my pussy was getting wetter and wetter, I screeched out an outlandish moan. I wasn't finished yet. I took Wolf out of my pussy and gently rose up some to place his large penis in my asshole. What are doing Lace? Wolf asked out of breath like he was doing all the work. I want you to fuck me in my ass while I'm on top of you, baby I stated. There was a silence, as Wolf sucked both of his lips in and I knew that I had him now. Wolf lasted longer than what I expected in my asshole that night, but when he bust his nut every squirrel and chipmunk in close radius heard him. I took the blindfold off Wolf and started kissing him deeply, he wrapped his large arms around my naked body and we sat there for what seemed hours before getting up and taking a nice hot shower together. I know I'm a freak, but I just can't help myself.